Yo, what's up, bro? What's good? What's good? Good. Good, my boy, Jai. What's up, y'all? Yeah, what's up? So, I mean, if anybody, if y'all ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. As well. Cool. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Geek World Podcast, where we discuss comic books, anime, video games, and so much more. And this is the part two of which Kids Network was the best. And I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves right now. I guess I'll go first. Um, I'm Jaira, a.k.a. Ira, a.k.a. Emerald Amir, and uh, I'm the host of the Emerald Express Podcast. Uh, thank you for having me on again. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Meech, a.k.a. Young Drip God, a.k.a. Young Juice God, a.k.a. Got a BB, Got a BB, and I am the host of the Space to Place podcast. I was on here last episode with Jair and them. Uh, good to be back, man. Yeah, so part two, uh, in the last part one, we discussed that Cartoon Network was the best one out of all three. So for this one, I got to say, what would make y'all think uh, what would make y'all fans of would say like who's better between uh, Nickelodeon or Disney? Just y'all thoughts. Let me go first. So like we we're taking uh, Cartoon Network out yeah, of like, the, out the discussion. Now, we're just focusing on um, just the Nickelodeon and Disney because in the last part one we discussed that um, that Cartoon Network was the better network. Can I um? Well, since this is a part two, can I add uh, yeah. other networks to it as well? Because there are other networks. Uh, so, like, I would have to say you also have to include uh, Foxbox, uh, Team Disney, slash like Jetix, and then, um, what's it? What was it? Uh, Kids WB. Like, those don't also have to be, like, discussed. But, uh, um, so, out of, like, those... Th- those options of Disney, Nickelodeon, uh, Kids WD, Fox, excuse me, Kids WB, Fox Box, and um, Toon Disney. Which one did I prefer the most growing up? Um, that's actually a kind of hard one. You should have had it all like what it says. Kids WB had Pokemon, had Yu Gi Oh, had a lot of like those uh, transplanted anime, um, and like Jackie Chan Adventures. Had like, and then like Fox Box had like uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It had. Uh, Ultimate Muscle had a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Toon Disney had like Gargoyles. At one point, had like Power Rangers. Like there, there was a lot of a lot of good stuff on there. Um, and like Nickelodeon and Disney, we already discussed a little bit. Um, I might have to say, I might have to say, uh, out of those five, I, I probably preferred Kids WB the most. So you're saying Kids WB? Yeah, out of out of the options that I presented for myself, I I would choose Kids WB the most. Um, I, I would say I got the most enjoyment from Kids WB growing up. What about you, um, Meech? All right. Well, going back to the original question of since it's between Disney and Nick, uh, I'd say I got the most. Like, if I wasn't watching Cartoon Network, I was always watching. Nickelodeon. It was always between those two. I wasn't really the biggest Disney fan growing up. Like I would watch like the animated movies whenever they came on. Obviously, of course, you feel me. But it's like 
if those weren't on, I wasn't really digging a channel like that. You feel me? Like I, their live action shows, they were cool and all, but it was mostly just between like Nick and uh, Cartoon Network with me. But I would pick Cartoon Network. I know I would pick Nickelodeon over Disney because more so it was like Nickelodeon. It was a uh, Nickelodeon just has that. I, I don't. I want to say like. I wouldn't say it has more variety than Disney, but it has like it's more of a, it has more of an appeal to like different type of groups of kids. Like you'd have a uh, and, and some of the shows they had on there, they would focus on serious issues like with Hey Arnold, or they would give you um, shows that would allow you to use your imagination to get you like active with like Rocket Power, or you had like your your uh, Rugrats, your. Uh, uh, Angry Beavers. It's, it, it's like the shows on there were just so like they all carved their own lane out for people. And it's like you didn't have to just watch one specific show on Nick to get enjoyment uh, out of it. There was like a whole it was like a plethora of shows that all stood on their own merits as being as like some of the greatest cartoons ever. You feel me? Not mm-hmm. to knock Disney or anything. Like I said, I did watch it, but it was the third. It, I've always, for me, it's always been Cartoon Network first, Nick second, and Disney at the bottom. For me personally, um, going back to Jair and it, how he added other uh, platforms, I'd say like besides Nick, I'd say I'd also say uh, Kids WB was one of my uh, most watched after Nick because uh, it's like. Getting up as a kid, getting up Saturday morning at like nine o'clock to watch Batman Beyond, Batman the Animated, Static Shock, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Like they gave you a lineup that stuff that you already had seen on like Cartoon Network, and they just pushed it in the Saturday mornings to give it their own block. You feel me? And they had like like Nick, they had variety. Every there was a show for everybody, and those were like the those were the best moments. Just waking up Saturday morning. A bowl of cereal, seeing what, what uh, is Yugi gonna win against the um, the puppet master with the slide for the sky dragon? It's like wow, like you want you never wanted to miss an episode. You film, you were always tuned into each show, regardless of like a show that came after it wasn't on a show that came after your favorite show. You would watch it as well just to uh, continue it and eventually find your own, another favorite show that you enjoyed on the blog. But yeah, that's how I would uh rank them for uh, personal enjoyment. Yeah, like for me, I, I agree with what you were saying about the lineup for uh, Kids WB was definitely dope. Uh, like Yu Gi Oh, I didn't even know I was an anime fan back then because back then I didn't even know Yu Gi Oh was anime. It was just another cartoon on Kids WB, and it made me even go out there and buy the Yu Gi Oh cards and the dual disc and everything. So yeah, it, it like introduced me to anime in an early age, and I didn't even know it was called anime. I think, if I think about it, I might have seen anime on on Kids WB before I saw anime on Toonami. Because if I think about it, I probably saw Pokemon on Kids WB before I saw like Toonami with like Dragon Ball Z and uh, Sailor Moon and Gundam and all those things. I definitely was watching Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and uh, other transplanted things like uh, Ultimate Muscle. Uh, I was watching those things before. And I didn't even realize it was anime because obviously at that point I didn't realize anime was a thing. Exactly. That was the same way for me. And plus, like with Nickelodeon, they had so much classics coming out, especially early 2000s, 90s, and like, you know, Invader Zim, 
and just doing all the uh, extra stuff like how um, Ming was saying earlier, like each cartoon had his Angry own Beavers and they all had Ah uh, Monsters, Rocko's Modern World, uh, Hey Arnold. There's there's a whole bunch you can name off the top of your head. Yeah, because they all had their own like lane, and, and nobody was trying to copy each other. Everybody had their own lane. It was like a nice blend of different cartoons. And plus the Static Shock one, you know, to deal with real life issues going with, um, mm. with, uh, you know, like dealing with gang members, drug addiction, like, the, like there's all kinds of stuff that they addressed on Static Shock. Exactly. And plus Static Shock had a, um, you know, crossover with Batman Beyond, Justice League, Little Romeo, and it was just a great show overall. So I think yeah. it was a kid though, you do too. And plus, you know, it, it was, it taught us about like, uh, African, African culture too. That's that's something dope that like as an adult I appreciate. Like it taught us about like African mythology, like Anansi, the, the the trickster spider and all these other things. Um I like how it addressed uh that being a black kid in America is like it's not all about gangs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that might be some people's experience, but not everyone grows up and wants to be in a gang member or do this. Some some people just wanna go uh go to school and like enjoy their life, like like it was there. It was definitely an influential show in that that sense. Exactly. I feel like it was one of their heavy hitters, just like on Kids WB, just like how um, Nickelodeon, their um, SpongeBob, was like one of their like it's like a billion dollars just by itself. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, if I had to pick up Superior Network, I probably might lean. It might be up. In, I might lean towards Kids WB, but just because like. I feel like they brought something different to the table when it's like there wasn't really pushing action cartoons like that, especially like Cartoon Network and like Nickelodeon Disney. They didn't have it, but they didn't like push it as much as like Shaolin Showdown and the rest of that other stuff too. And the- Jackie Chan yeah. Adventures, yeah, Cubans. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a there's definitely a lot of the 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 adventure cartoons on there. Exactly. Yo, you guys remember Spider Riders? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yo, that was an old ass show on Kids WB. Oh my god, that like I mentioned that to the people before, and they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I know what that. I was like, I "Don't remember Spider Riders." That thing came and went though. I was young, young yeah, fourth grade. You know, people, I I thought at one point like, was that a fever dream? Did I remember that correctly? And then like I searched it, I was like, "Oh, this was a real thing. This is yeah. this really happened." <laughs> I saw it a few episodes. I never seen it. Came back. <laughs> Cause it was not good at all. Yeah, it was all like the theme song was kind of like calling all spider, right? something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. It was very, very early two thousands cheese. Um. Oh, sorry, I kind of like interrupted you. No, you. But, I, I, but my next question is out of, and it doesn't have to be out of the studio. It could be another kids' network, but just for example, Nickelodeon, Disney. And um, it's WB. I said, like, what show made you a fan of each network if you were a fan? So you could pick a show from um, Nickelodeon, Kids WB, Disney, or another kids network. What really made you a fan and said, let me start um, watching this network some more? Um, so for I, I got a few ones I got a list for ABC Family I didn't mention that before but that was another good one for ABC Family it was um the 2002 uh edition of like Power Rangers I, I believe it was like Wild Force 
that was my show when I was a little kid. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I used to wake up like excited to like watch the, those Power Rangers and like you know how they each have like their little transforming thing. Yeah. Like I used to do like the the little dance. They would like they would like pound the ground and then beat their chest and like yo, that got me so hyped as like a six year old. I was like, this is amazing. Like that was my show when I was little. Um, another one is a uh, Super Hyper Monkey Force Robot Team Go. Um. Uh, that was another one from that channel that also got me into it. Like with this, like it's basically like a uh, Voltron plus Astro Boy plus like basically every like 1970s and 60s uh, uh, action cartoon thrown into one as like an American thing. I love that show. It wasn't on um, Jetix. Oh, that was on um, that was on ABC Family first, and then it was on Jetix. Okay. Uh, yeah, because they're all owned by Disney because Disney owns everything, even back then. <laughs> um. And then for uh, Jetix, the show that got me into Jetix was probably Gargoyles. Mm-hmm. I loved Gargoyles gro- um, growing up. Like, I didn't even realize it was from, like, the 90s. It was like, you don't realize, like, oh, they're showing, like, reruns. But, like, that was, like, when I first... Well, that and um, Justice League were the first, like, two major shows with, like, the serialized plots that every episode would connect to the next that I was really into that was, like, an American show rather than, like, just an anime. Um, so that got me into like uh, Jetix slash Toon Disney, whatever you want to call it. Um, Kids WB, um, definitely Pokemon. Like that, I don't know any kid from our generation that didn't get into uh, anime indirectly through Pokemon. Like that, that is like the thing. Um, for for Nickelodeon, what show got me into Nickelodeon? It wasn't SpongeBob. I do like SpongeBob, but I think I would say probably uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Okay. Um, I really, I really enjoyed Fairly Odd Parents as a as a child. Um, it was a, I, I, maybe Danny Phantom like that. I I would watch uh that a lot for Danny Phantom too, and then for Disney, um, Kim Possible, and then like the Proud Family. Surprisingly, this might be a little odd one for some of you guys, but Dave the Barbarian, I loved that show. I feel like it's a little bit underrated, but you know that's just my personal opinion. Okay, what's up? What, what about you, Mitch? What do you think about what was your um made you a fan of each network? Said so made you. Oh, um, okay. Uh, what made me a fan of each like the shows that made me a fan of each uh network? Uh, with Nickelodeon, obviously the uh, SpongeBob. Like that's probably one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Like. Like the first, like the early seasons of SpongeBob to me are are instant classics. That humor cannot be replicated, yo. That anytime you throw on an episode of old SpongeBob, you're laughing, bro. Like that is hilarious. That's top tier humor right there, bro. And ever since then, I was just like, you know what, bro? I, I've been on the series ever since. And then I went on and watched all the other shows on there. But SpongeBob is definitely the show that got me into Nickelodeon. Uh, the kids WB, I'd have to say, um, I think what got me as a fan of watching it was, uh, it, I think it was Yu-Gi-Oh because it was during. I think they were showing the, because uh, I think the first time I watched Yu-Gi-Oh was uh, or caught it on TV was during like the Battle City tournament, and it was like early Battle City, so it was, uh, and when when they, like they just like after they introduced the new uh, dual disc system where it was uh, portable now. You can take it wherever you wanted to. And like I said, I think it was the it was the episode with uh Yugi fighting the um 
I think his name's the Nameless One, and he had a Slice of the Sky Dragon, and Merrick was uh he was using him to uh, do Yugi, and so in it was just a it was just a big uh thing of how is Yugi gonna beat this uh dude with the Egyptian God card because his the way he uh the way his uh strategy was it it was crazy and I was like dang is Yugi even gonna win yo and then uh yeah that that definitely brought me into uh, Kids WB then that ventured me into Static Shock Batman Beyond. Uh, Shaolin Showdown, Jackie Chan Adventures, uh, that 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 um, that network's lineup was incredible. Um, Disney, like I said, the uh, the classic animated movies, Hercules, uh, what's another Cinderella's. You got, you got those type of movies right there. Um, uh, for as far as far as a series on uh, Disney, um, I want to say like. Probably, I think that So Raven was what really got me to like be a quote unquote fan because it, because uh, it was definitely interesting. I I thought it was funny and an interesting concept that you could see into the future and how uh, perceive how things would be in a certain if they were to take a certain direction. It was pretty cool. Um, that led me to watching Zack and Cody, and I did obviously watch the other like the animated shows, uh, Kim Possible. Proud family, all those, but uh, yeah, I think that's what Raven would be the one that uh made me a fan of Disney. Um, I didn't really, as far as Jetix, um, I don't think I really, I don't remember watching Jetix like that much as a kid. I mean, I would turn it on and I watched like a random episode of like Power Rangers, uh, of a certain series, but yeah, I don't really have a show for Jetix, but everything else, yeah, I got. What made me a fan uh, with Nick, like I said, SpongeBob, the Disney or uh, Kids WB, uh, Battle City Tournament, Yu Gi Oh, and Disney That's So Raven. Okay, cool. So for me, speaking for myself, I'll start with uh, Nickelodeon. It's like Meech said, like SpongeBob humor, early two thousand nine. That early two thousand. It's just like it was jaw dropping, amazing. Like it held up to the test of time. You could go back. And watch the old series, and you could still be laughing your ass off. But it has like its classic moments, and it's like top tier in any kids' um, network genre. They just took it to a whole nother level. That and Invader Zim made me uh, Invader Zim and Rugrats. That really made me a um, a fan, and just seeing like an alien trying to take over the world, like a whole different concept, and seeing Rugrats with their whole imagination and their adventures in the movies. Like, I still have, like, the orange cassette tapes where you could, um, I think it's the one where he lost his little brother. I forgot what it was called, but. Oh, yeah, the, you know, that the one where the, the Rugrats, the movie. Uh, where yeah, I think that's and stuff. And he, wait, can we, can we talk about how there's a scene where Tommy covers his little brother, Dill, in, like, peanut butter and a forest full of monkeys and then leaves? That man was trying to get his little brother ate by monkeys. <laughs> Cold-blooded. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> I like that one. But also, um, what else was... I also think the other ones is... Rob Thornberry's? Like Rugrats, Spongebob, and uh, Invader Zim. And I'd also throw in 
I say all real monsters. I don't remember that much about it, but I was into it. As far as Disney, I liked the um, the Proud Family because to me, like it was just it was like black humor done right, and it wasn't trying to like appeal just to a black audience. It was like a diverse audience, and it was cool to see like Penny dealing with real life situations, and it was the whole family was funny. I don't remember a bad episode yet, and also. Um, that's so Raven and Kim Possible, and I was a huge American Dragon Jake Long fan, so those got me into the show. Yeah, no, but that that snake news did not age well at all. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> and for JetX, I mean, well, Kids WB, I like, like I said, I'm gonna say again, Yu Gi Oh, because it made me go out and just like. Like, I remember staying up, like, what, wait until Saturday, because it didn't show on the weekdays, but Saturdays, because I remember the episode where they took Yugi's soul, and I'm trying to, I'm a, we're all on edge. I'm on edge. I'm thinking, damn, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Because it, it always ends on a to-be-continue and a cliffhanger. So it kept me going and going, and I feel like just me being a young kid at that age, it made me a huge fan. And the lineup, is, I mean, Pokemon, it's just the, it's just a, the theme song itself is just classic, and you know, it just had you fucking with it. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Like, I bet you could, you could literally sing that song, start sing the first few lines of that song in a bar, and everyone would join in by the the middle of the the first verse. It would be just a sing along. That one was <laughs> classic. And for Jeff. Absolutely. Yeah, Jet X was the super the super robot monkey team hyperforce. And I think Power Rangers and Digimon was on there too. And I was really fucking with Digimon. Yeah, the Power Rangers, I think at, by that point they were like uh Power Rangers Mystic Force was on like Jet X first. Um some oh SPD. SPD was another one for, yeah, for uh Jet X. And then um and I then, love me some SPD. Uh, what's his name? Jay, the Red Power, the Red Power Ranger. A, I respected that. By that time, he was the first Black Power Ranger I, I had seen because I hadn't seen like the the first couple of ones until later on when I was like older. But like he was the first like Black one, and he was a leader. Yeah, that from that for me as a kid, that was great seeing that. <laughs> True, I I felt with that one too. And then it's just that in Digimon. Because I like the whole Digimon series, so for me, those were the uh, things that impacted, what made fans fans of that network at least. Okay. Wait, what Digimon was it? I think that was the Frontier at that point, right? Digimon Frontier. They had the, um, I forgot they turned into Digimon. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, that was Frontier. Digimon Frontier. That was that was the one that was on on Jetix first. I remember the the other Digimon came out on like Fox, Fox Kids or Fox Box or whatever it was at that time. Yeah, I think so. So, if anybody, I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next question. And the next question, I feel, if if you were watching. If you're watching one of the networks now, not now that you like grew up with them, 
like what would you feel like would be an improvement you would do because some people say like networks fall off so what would you what type of improvement would you would want to see if they were still doing it like what would you add if you were like the ceo any changes so like if so like if i went back in time to like when they were first starting and i was the ceo what changes would i make or what changes would i make to the the current versions or just of as these a fan, channels. Like, what changes if you had the power to make a change? For- I'm just trying to make sure, like, if it, because, like, the current versions, like, some of them don't really exist anymore. Um, uh, but if I was, like, the first CEO and, like, I had, like, I was, had all the power, I picked, like, the, the lineup and all that, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, there's not much I would change about Kids WB, to be honest, because, like, that one was run pretty well. Like, they had. Well, he yeah. dropped. Oh, they had a. Oh no, we. What was I saying? Oh, they had a, a those those entertaining in, interstitials like in between, like the little things like uh, like they would come out like the Watchtower, the WB like Water Tower, and like they would talk about Pokemon or like Animaniacs and all these things, and like it was really entertaining. So I wouldn't change much about Kids WB. Um, what would I change about? Disney. Oh, yo, people gonna hate me for this, but Hannah Montana. I know that made Buku Bucks, but I'm on the air. It's, oh my God, that show was, all oh, that show irritated me so much. He doesn't know his audience, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I mean, honestly. I was, I, I mean, I'm gonna be, be completely true and honest. I was just salty that they took Phil, they canceled Phil of the future for Hannah Montana. But you also gotta think maybe they're trying to touch the female audience too. They had shows for like the female audience. They had like uh That's All Raven, they had um Kim Possible, they had the Proud family with like uh Penny as like the male female lead. They had shows for that. Um, but they probably want to Poppy's um audience because remember at the end of the day they are kids. Right? Yeah, I guess. Um I mean you said if I was CEO. <laughs> right, I'm just saying I was a fan. But I'm uh for Nickelodeon, I would SpongeBob. I know you make money, but we gotta have other programming. Like we gotta make money through other avenues. Like I would not put SpongeBob on like ten times in a row. Like, bruh, not everyone wants to see a ten-hour SpongeBob marathon. You gotta make sure you gotta market your shows better because there is a lot of great shows that came out on Nickelodeon that died slow deaths because like they would change the schedules just randomly for no good reason. So, like, A, make sure you got to promo these, like, newer shows that aren't SpongeBob better. Make sure that, that um, you give them the full support. And then, B, don't just randomly change the time slot. Like, if I'm going to change the time slot, make it an event. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're, they're moving to Saturdays. We're going to, like, make it, like, have maybe have an episode. Uh, maybe have, like, a little interstitial, like, do a little thing and then have it, like, Tease for a while so people know. Oh, Teenage Mutant Turtles are changing to Saturday instead of randomly going from oh this show airs on Wednesday now it airs on Saturday. You know what I mean? Like that's dumb. That's that's how you kill a show. Um, for Disney, excuse me, not wait. Which ones have I not done yet? Uh, I did Kids WB. I did Nick. I did Disney. Um, uh, for Jetix. For Jetix, I actually I I liked the way Jetix was set up. It was. 
it was very much like early preteen boys. Like they knew what audience they were going for, and like they had like, those uh those like uh, the robot thing. They had like the, the really cool interstitials. They had like occasionally that music in between things. I, I did like the way that was set up, so I wouldn't change much of that. Um, maybe I would. They lean they lean very heavily on um older shows from like the nineties and then like foreign imports. So maybe I would like have invested in more original JetX programs, if that makes sense. Like a show that's originally made for JetX. Um, I would probably put more money into that. Um, and then what's the last one? Uh, Foxbox or ABC Family? Um, yeah, Foxbox they they did pretty well. Um, I wouldn't change much. Uh, like I said, just minor marketing things like. Make sure people know what time shows are on. Um, try to keep things consistent. Don't change things around too much. That's that's problem. That's a problem a lot of networks have. They like to change schedules and not really inform the fans. Because like say say I really like this show, um, and I, I I plan my week around Wednesdays. This is the one show I watch. Wednesday comes and then the show is not there. It's some other thing that just really disappoints me as a fan. Because like you didn't you didn't give me any prior warning. Okay. What about you, Meek? Uh, if I was like the CEO of any of these networks, um, uh, honestly, I'd leave Kids WB as it was at the time because honestly, I, I mean, you already had like a solid lineup for what? When did how long did Kids WB run from like nine to like twelve? So like four hours, I think, if I can remember correctly. But yeah, it was like four hours of just quality shows um i don't think i'd i don't think i'd change anything with kids wb i think i'd add more like probably more promos of like the because i because with uh with kids wb um i think they also did the same thing that tsunami did where like they had like the i guess the quote-unquote host of kids wb they would like have like the characters from like the show announce like the lineups and stuff like that yeah I, if i remember correctly i'd have more interaction with them doing set like uh give the voice actors of those major characters new lines to say or something like that just to keep like uh to promote like not only their show but other shows as well kind of do like a collab thing type with that and also i wanted to uh this, this is a side note but they also i'm i think i remember uh Tsunami also would like do like since they wouldn't air on Saturdays, they would go over to I think the kids WB, and it would be like Tsunami in hyperspace or something like that. I'm if I, I might remember correctly. I mean, it, I, they it, do it really uh, it's possible because they're both on. Excuse me, they're both owned by T- Turner Broadcasting slash Warner Bros. So it's it's possible that they did that. Like Tom might have made a few appearances on Kids WB. I don't really remember, but. I'm not. I don't have the best memory. Yeah, that was something that uh, I remember as a side note. Like, cause I remember they would do like Tsunami and Hyperspace, and they would go like straight to the kids WB, and Tom would narrate like the new the shows of that lineup, which I thought was like that was that was pretty cool too. So it was like, even though Cartoon Network wasn't airing Tsunami on Saturdays, it was like it's kind of, it technically was, but it's on like a different network. 
and promoting a different network. But other than that, I'd leave uh, KizWB as it is. Uh, Nickelodeon, um, I would say, I think I would... Uh, for Nickelodeon, I think I would give like like Jair said, uh, more promotion for shows that are underrated that deserve more attention. I would definitely like switch. I was personally, I would switch the lineup up so it's not like like you said, like three hours of SpongeBob and then only like one episode of this show. Like I would make sure like every every show I would have like a set schedule where every show gets played like at least twice throughout the day uh one like probably like in the uh afternoon and then later on in the evening just to keep it consistent uh more promotion for all the shows announced like marathons of said shows were like okay hey if you is- enjoy this show then let us know what you think oh well if you want we can put a marathon on you feel me or we'll have like a week of like a back-to-back week or something like that. Get the fans engaged with what, like what they want to do or what they want to see on the network because the fan because those are the people who make the revenue or help you get the help these uh people get the views. You feel me? Um, so yeah, that would be it. I'd also would uh balance it out with the old and new because for uh, like I don't know, but like I understand the whole thing of like having like Teen Nick or Nick Tunes and things like that, where, like, they would show the old shows, like, the 90s, early 2000s. It's kind of like, maybe, maybe, uh, do, like, a, a switch route where Nicktoons will be the new stuff, and then then uh, Nickelodeon would be the old stuff, you feel me? Just get, like, have more variety in the network. Um, Disney Channel, um, I don't know what I'd change on that, to be honest. I, I'd probably leave it where it is. Or what? What um, if I was the CEO? I didn't really have an issue with what they were playing. Probably up until like two thousand. Uh, I don't know what year. I don't even know what year I thought Disney was going bad. Probably was like <laughs> that. That was a time when I I probably. thought it was going bad. Probably around that two thousand ten ish, two thousand eleven ish mark. That's also the, the around the time we started like turning into teenagers. We kind of like we're aging out of it anyway. <laughs> probably, yeah, I, yeah, probably that. Um, probably around then that's when it started going bad. But I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I could change anything. But that's just me though on those three. All right. Now, for me, I feel like with Kids WB, what I would probably change is I'd put a little bit more girl shows in there. Just because I know there's like a lot of action shows, and that's the target audience. But to add a little, a few more girl shows just to bring in some new audience, you know what I'm saying? Things like uh, um Tokyo Mew Mew, right? Huh? Like Tokyo Mew Mew, more shows like that. I believe Tokyo Mew Mew was on there. It was like a magical girl show. Yeah, but I would just add more. Yeah, yeah, like add more stuff like that, like that appeal to the female demographic. Yeah. And for that's the only thing about Kids WB. For Nickelodeon, uh, what I would probably do is just try to keep it original, but like more like don't try to replicate other shows because sometimes I feel like 
they tried to make, oh, well, an action sh- a boy show is going to come out. Let's put our boy show out. Or, you know, just, like, keep it, like, keep the Nickelodeon style as it is. Like, take what you did, what made you great, but put your own spin on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bring new people in instead of just, like, giving Butch Hartman, like, um, Danny Phantom, uh, Timmy, I mean, Fairly Odd Parents, uh, Tough Puppy, and other stuff. Like, bring more young, young, fresh ideas, if that makes sense. Like, more animators who have more ideas. For Clark... For not cartoon, but um, uh, Nick. Also, like I would like say, like have shows and like have the proper ending, like back off a little bit, because I feel like sometimes with like Sam and Cat and uh, how Fairly Odd Parent they added this new character or anything, that was the network's decision, because sometimes the network control like. They tell these creators, like, oh, well, add this in here. And they don't have a choice because sometimes you got to listen to the network. So I'd give the um, the creator of the TV shows, whether it's live action or cartoon, back off and give them some more freedom to create. And for Disney Channel, I would try, I would try to, um, I would try to push for more, like, a little bit more action shows because I feel like when it comes to, they know their audience and I know they kind of keep it family friendly and everything, but I feel like things like, for example, like Ben 10, that could have like, it wasn't too gore or too like off the edge. And I feel like Disney could have did something with that, like with Kingdom of Hearts or some type of show just to appeal more to the boy demographic because like they had on, they had shows like Kim Possible that were, that were great. Um, Oh, Jet Jackson. That was a show that I couldn't remember last time. Um, when we, the last time we were talking about that, the show uh, uh, where the main character uh, played also played Cyborg on like Smallville, Jet Jackson. Great show. Yeah, but I feel like they could have like Kim Possible. I feel like they. That's what I'm talking about. Like push more shows like that mm-hmm. instead of like you know like a singy poppy live action or this girl goes to you know what I'm saying. Just push more shows like that. I would try to market that more too because Kim Possible was a success, but how many? It's not. It wasn't like enough shows just for like a network. It was just that. That's one of the shows they had, but it wasn't like I feel like I would push more for some some of that type. Like it didn't push like the genre of action cartoon action. Like the exactly for uh, Disney, they really could have. Like they, it wasn't like they didn't have experience with it. They had like. Well, before Disney was a thing, there was a Disney Afternoon, and that was mostly action shows like Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers, uh, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, um, DuckTales. Um, like, those are, they had like the pedigree for it. I'm not sure, now that you mention it, I'm not sure why they didn't have more of those. Yeah, see, and that's what I would have pushed because I'm sure there's other people who had great ideas that not everything has to be comedy or just like a family orientated thing I think the reason why uh, they probably didn't want to push that demographic because like they already had like established a thing with Disney like oh we we are like the family friendly uh, comedy relief comedy stick of the week type and then they also had Team Disney and I think they feel like Team Disney slash JetX so they push all that action stuff over to JetX they're like oh that will fill that demographic we'll just focus on the comedy 
cutesy, more cutesy stuff over here at Disney. Yeah, like, like I don't think that I think they felt, knew it would feel out of place to put that on like their main, like their main network. Like, say, like if they put something like Benton after an episode of like Lizzie McGuire, they themselves they're probably like, oh, that seems out of place. So that's why they probably made like these that network like JetX or Disney DX, where you can show the more action oriented uh, cartoons. And it's kind of like, to be honest, it's I'm, this seems like a this is probably like a hypothetical. But for me, I feel like since Cartoon Network was already doing that with their network, where like they were putting on like the act. Like they had like a combination of like your comedy shows, and they'll hit you with some action. Then they'll hit you with like two na- like two hours of tsunami, and that Adult was really Swim. getting their ratings. Up. Like you can't forget that Adult Swim is that, that also attached to Cartoon Network. So like, like Disney Disney didn't really need to step in that like demographic. Like they they sort of had kind of had to like fill a space of their own. Uh, but I feel like it's something they could try something new, and I feel like they're gonna probably do that more in the future with now that they own Marvel and Star Wars. They, they oh yeah, already... now definitely. I'm talking. Oh, was... sorry, you going first, me? Yeah, mo- well, most definitely now, especially like since they own Disney, or since they, well, since Disney owns Marvel and uh, Star Wars, they could definitely do that more. I'm talking. I was talking more so like back in their their heyday, like when we were growing up. Like mm-hmm. they they made the like specifically were like, <laughs> okay, we're gonna have this strictly for the sitcoms like- and the. Family sit down. They focused on stuff like a uh, Day the Barbarian or Matt. That, that emphasis on like serialized Probably. shows, like how the other networks did. Like even Nickelodeon, uh, they had like Avatar. Um, they had a few other shows that were heavily serialized, like TMNT. Um, like Disney, it, it's hard to say. Maybe American Dragon Drake Jake Long. Like, I I would say that's probably like the only one I can really remember remember that had like an actual serialized story where things like added up episode after episode to like a series arc or a season arc stuff like that. Hold on, Jai, you you dropped for a little bit, bro. Oh, uh, what did you last hear? Uh, like it was cutting in and out, and then it dropped for a second, and it came back. Uh, uh, what was the last thing you heard? I know we were, we were talking about the Marvel. Uh, um, I oh, I said uh, Disney um, didn't really have... Uh, it was focusing on stuff like uh, Dave the Barbarian or uh, Maggie the Fly or Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. And like the only show I can really had that had like, a heavy serialized component was uh, probably like Jake Long, American Dragon. Um, where it built up, every episode eventually built up to like a season arc and then eventually to like a series arc. Um, so like that, that kind of wasn't their focus. Even like Nickelodeon has shows um, that have like these long running arcs like uh, Danny Phantom or uh, the Avatar or excuse me, uh, TMNT that were building to these things. Um, like it kind of wasn't really their lane, like Cartoon Network and Di- uh Nickelodeon kind of were already filling that that status quo, so they they decided to like, well, we'll, we'll just we'll lean either to, towards like the girl, the more girl focused content, or we'll lean towards the more comedic stuff. Like that's the stuff that we're good at. So, 
I'll try to make it more diverse. Like I said, if I was CEO, I would try to make it more diverse. Uh, after family, bro, you can still do something different. Okay. And now this will be the final question of the of the podcast, and then we're going to end it on that. So out of all the networks we, we talked about, we broke them down, we talked about our favorite shows, what made us fans of it, how would you rank the network? Okay, so I would go other ones that I talked about. I would go uh, Kids WB. Um, probably I would probably go Nickelodeon, Kids WD, Nickelodeon, Disney, uh, Toon Disney. No, Disney, Toon Disney, uh, ABC Family slash like, and then maybe like Foxbox out of the six that I I've, I've talked about a little bit. Um, What's the, what you mean? What you would you rank? How would you rank yours? Uh, if I had to rank the three that were original, um, I'd say, uh, I'd go probably. I tie probably Nick and Kids WB both. I could. I don't think I could choose between either two. Like they're both a good second in my uh, uh for my list. If I had to rank them after Cartoon Over, but yeah, though they would both be. They definitely will be tied, and then Disney at the at the end, yo. I'm sorry, Disney fans, but the other networks were just better. <laughs> yep. For me, I would rank Nickelodeon number one, Kids WB second, uh, JetX, and then Disney. The only reason I picked Nickelodeon over Kids WB is because I feel like they were more diverse. I could go there for a laugh and Avatar: The Last Airbender, and then um, Danny Phantom for action, and you know, Kids WB definitely had a good lineup. But I feel like I could find some more. I could pick, put my hand in more baskets if I stuck with Nickelodeon. That's a fair okay. point. Uh, they did have a little bit more of a diverse uh, schedule. Yeah. But, but they also did put out uh, Fanboy and Chum Chum, so that kind of knocks off a few points. <laughs> True, but I feel like every network has their weak moment. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, I just had to mention that Fanboy and Chum Chum was a thing that aired on a, an actual network. <laughs> that was not a fever dream you had. We actually saw that growing up. Yeah. And that Planet Sheen, that pissed me off, too. I was like, why would you get the most... Planet Sheen was dookie. <laughs> it was terrible. Like, Sheen was funny, but, like, they never... Like, that was, a, that was a problem that uh networks had a lot when we were growing up. Like, a character is funny in certain situations when they're, they're bouncing off of other people, but then they're like, oh, people just like this character. Throw him his own show. And then they realize, once they're not in the setting that they're funny in, it's not good. <laughs> like you're it's funny to have that little snarky person that you can bounce off like the the, the good natured main character but yeah. when it's only a snarky character by himself he just seems like a jerk <laughs> for real but yeah that'll do it for the podcast I want to thank my guests Meech and Jair you can check out Meech on Spaces the Place podcast check him out and check out Jair Emerald Emirate. am I saying right Emerald Emirate Oh, oh, that's my like. That's like my brand in general. It's um, Emerald Expressions. 
Got you. So, any final thoughts before we close? Uh, um, yeah, like bro said, uh, make sure to check me out on Space to Place podcast. It's been like over a month since I made an episode. I've just been chilling, to be honest, you know, recuperating, just getting uh, busy with school. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to come back stronger. You feel me better. Uh, definitely been jotting down some topics to come up in the foreseeable future to talk about. And I'm hoping to get a lot more people in on these, uh, a lot more new people on my podcast from this point forward. Uh, yeah, but, that's yeah, my thanks fault. for having I want me on like this. Five uh, episodes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh well I'm 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 gonna be excuse me doing an episode on like influential anime so if either of you would like to join you you're always welcome I'm probably gonna uh be recording tomorrow if a few more people are interested I might do a second recording so if you guys are interested in that uh, I'm a, I'm gonna do that it's gonna be a fun one though influential anime the this is gonna be a good discussion to be honest but um but I'll make sure to. Yeah, I'm free tomorrow, all right? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely uh, be on there. I'll let you know. Um, I'll, in fact, I'll send you the, the list of like anime I have so far in your DMs after this. All, all right, right, but Thank y'all for coming on, and I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for having no me. No problem. Peace out, fun. All right, without that... Read solo leveling, y'all. That's read Giant Cones. <laughs> Alright, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace out.